right, welcome to episode two of Figuring It Out with Kian and Nick, the internet's number one Royal Blood podcast. We're going to be talking about all things Figure It Out, the hit single from Royal Blood's debut album. I'm Kian Rice, and I'm joined by Nick Mudry. Hello, yet again. Uh, yeah, so we're not actually about Royal Blood, though. They're a fine band. Um, but, uh, good band. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. But uh, how have you been, Nick? What have you been up to in the past week? I've been good. Uh, in the past week, I mean, we'll jump into a lot of that, but... Uh... I don't know. It's it's been an interesting week. I actually haven't done too much this week. And when we were trying to come up with topics for like, Ooh, what have you watched on TV? I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't watched anything. Although last night I did watch something. Uh, so I made up for that. Uh, but otherwise, it's, it's been a pretty chill week. I haven't done much, which is, uh, well, aside from working, uh, it's uh, it's it's been a nice week. It's been a nice, nice week. How about you? It's has it even been a week like time is just so strained and confusing like if if time was ever a construct now now is really the the time so to speak where we've proven it <laughs> um, like it, it feels exactly. like it's been maybe an hour since last we met last sunday when we were recording um that is true I don't know, it's, it's been a pretty chill week as well i mean i think we'll get into stuff i've been doing a lot more binge watching a lot more cod for worse or for worse and uh i have played a lot of call of duty it's been it's been one of those. Yeah, you know, been doing a lot of Zooms. Did some Zoom trivia, so that was pretty fun. But, uh, yeah, did two happy hours. Did you win trivia? No, came in fourth. Uh, I blame oh, my teammate. Not bad. I blame my teammate. <laughs> fourth out of what? Five. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're not fifth. Correct. We weren't fifth. Could have been worse. So, fun fact, actually, that came out of that trivia. The national animal of Scotland is the unicorn. I did not know that. I didn't either, and uh, I'm... I'm not sure what to think about that. So, did I have one? Unicorns aren't real. That's the problem. Like that—that's the national animal. Or do they have one and they're just not telling anyone? Ooh, that's a good point. I don't know. I have to check. I mean, like even Ireland has a real animal as its national animal, though. So, like Ireland could could easily be like, oh, we've got we've got ourselves, you know, a nice little leprechaun or something as the national anthem animal. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so been pretty chill week on my end as well yes your uh your voice sounds much clearer i wonder why uh, i got i a, wonder why yeah i got a i got a new microphone i got upgraded from the blue snowball that i had so graciously been gifted by my younger sister to a blue yeti and then i also got a pop filter for it so hopefully the audio quality will be a bit better than last week um i got some feedback that it was still pretty good but i, I thought it could be better and i think we'll continue to improve on my end as we go because i'm in a very large echoey apartment <laughs> yes we've we've uh figured out a lot about creating a podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe you should dive in a week that. yeah no uh it's it's interesting uh you you upgraded your mic and your uh, pop filter i did something that doesn't really affect us at all too much besides well i mean maybe it affects a well, lot i mean you're recording from chili's recording, right now so that that i am recording from chili's uh but i upgraded my internet which is cool finally got that gigabit down and 30 megs up because that's the highest they offer. <laughs> uh, but that's helpful for video calls. Like, I don't get dropped off video calls anymore, which is very nice. Uh, because before, it was, I would jump on a call and I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to switch to my phone because this isn't working. Uh, but here we are. Uh, very fast. Very fast internet. Like Sonic Speed Fast or like... Uh, chill, chill, like like chilies fast. Okay, okay. I don't I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> Neither do I, but I'm in front of a chilies yeah, on Zoom, yeah, so... Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's another thing is that last week we were recording, or 
via Discord. So we were chatting over Discord, but I uh, I bit the bullet and my privacy bullets, uh, and uh, I bought a Zoom subscription. So we're actually able to record video of our recordings uh, as we record, and uh, we've got I think better connection as a result as well. And uh, yeah, we're using Zoom now. Yeah, and all the Zoom stuff will probably turn into what behind the scenes stuff for. For Instagram and maybe Twitter. Yeah, well, we'll have some Instagram stories. If if you're not following us on Instagram, do that. We'll we'll kind of go over our social handles at the end of the show. But uh, you know, you've already missed me dabbing on our Instagram stories. Um, I'll do that dab again. Maybe I'll come back. I'm not very good at dabbing. Nice job. Uh, So, yeah, but uh, I think I think you know I've upgraded my hardware. But you've already had a lot of your hardware, uh, quote unquote. Yeah, so a lot out. of <laughs> uh, so. yeah, so a lot of mine has been the same. Uh, it was like a week. No, maybe it was like two days before the whole quarantine thing started in Connecticut. I went to Best Buy and I was like, "Well, I kind of want to get a new mic and I kind of want to get a new webcam." And this, that was all already on my list, anyways. Maybe, well, maybe not before this. Okay. This was an idea because, as we talked about last week. We've been planning this forever, uh, <laughs> but uh, I figured I might as well bite the bullet finally and get a new mic, um, which I got. I also have a Blue Yeti. Uh, maybe I inspired you a little bit to pick up yours. I think the whole world inspired me. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I also got a Logitech Streamcam Plus, which is their like 1080p 60 webcam. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at my feed right now, uh, and it's only looking bad because of the lighting in here is really crappy. Uh, and because I'm in front of a Chili's, uh, yeah, Chili's doesn't no. do great, do wonders for video quality. I think. No, they do not. Uh, but no, this is a really cool webcam and, uh, I've played around with it a lot. It comes with some software too, which could make it look really good if you actually play around with it, but I haven't done too much of that. I just leave it on the default settings. Gotcha. Uh, and then I, I've always been using my Astro a forties. I've had like variations of these over the past, like 10 years, which is weird. Uh, yeah. but these are very nice headphones and, they have a nice mix amp, which is actually like kind of versatile if you're doing basic audio mixing from like a console and a PC and another audio source at the same time. So that's kind of like what I'm what I'm working with. Damn, I'm jealous still. I, I feel like I still need to upgrade now. I'm just, I mean, I feel like for me, the logical next step is just to upgrade my laptop. I'm using my laptop's webcam. Uh, my laptop sounds like a jet engine, or as I describe it. Uh, it's like your PlayStation 4 sounds when you're playing God of War, or <laughs> like a jet engine. Like it, it's it's straining. Uh, so I'm gonna have to upgrade my laptop. I think in a few weeks. But uh, yeah. I think we kind what? of talked about the hardware. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask what kind of software you're using because you're the one who mixes and edits everything. Yeah, yeah. So obviously we're using Zoom to record now. We already went over that. But uh, I'm we're stitching the podcast together with Anchor. It's a pretty popular, uh, fairly newish uh, podcasting platform. That let's. People easily make podcasts and distribute them. Uh, by the way, we're on iTunes now, or Apple Podcasts, sorry, because of yes. Stitcher. Uh, our Anchor, Stitcher's another podcast platform. Um, so we're, we're using Anchor to kind of stitch it together to you know release it and distribute it. And I'm editing it in Reaper. So we record our audio in Audacity while we're recording locally. Uh, and then I take those audio files and I mix and edit them in Reaper. Uh, Reaper is a pretty cool digital audio workstation that... I'm sure a lot of our listeners will know because most of our listeners are probably rock band players uh, from the Rock Band Network days. Yes. Where, uh, Harmonics had used Reaper and built, I think, a MIDI plugin or something for Reaper so uh, Rock Band Network authors could create their own content for the game. Um, and that's actually how I heard of Reaper. And then I actually used it in college for an audio class uh, because it was 
very affordable compared to something like Pro Tools and so on. Yes. Just... Yeah, I've played around with, with Reaper, and Reaper's a pretty cool tool. We could probably turn this if, into a uh, RBN single, just never release it, right? <laughs> we could turn our podcasts, we could beat match to them. Well, I didn't want... I don't really have a good song to kind of like whip out. You know, it's never my intention to brag, but uh, I'm pretty good at karaoke. So we could. I could just start singing, and then you could like lay down some acapella-style beats, and we could have a vocal chart and some drums. and then Maybe one day. Like making dumb sounds to do a nudely guitar solo. Uh, so yeah, maybe one day. Um, but yeah, uh, I think we're also kind of learning a flow of how to communicate outside of... Um, podcasting time uh, there's definitely I, a flow i don't know how good the flow is we're, just we're, yet we're figuring it out you might say uh yes so i think for the context is i'm usually texting because i'm not on just my my personal laptop a lot where discord is uh so i'll i'll text nick from my iphone and then he'll have messaged me on discord which i'm not using if i'm not at my laptop um so we're trying to like figure out that balance um yes yeah, so i'm a heavy discord user uh, i I don't say I never check my texts, but I'm usually, I'll check my texts at like 10 a.m. And then I'll check them at like 1 a.m. <laughs> and, and you know, it, it's funny because even though I'm using texts more than Discord to ping you, I don't check my texts that much either. Like I, I'm trying to like reduce my phone time. Uh, so I've, I haven't looked at my phone really at all today. So I feel like by the time I get off this recording, it's one o'clock while we're recording right now. Um, I feel like I'm going to look at my phone. I'll probably have like 40 texts from like <laughs> a couple group chats or something. <laughs> I did lie to you. The, the other time I do check my phone is whenever I need to get a two-factor code yeah. that's text to me. So that's usually when I reply to your texts if I see them in the same feed. Uh, if I if I already accidentally swipe them away, though, then your texts are gone to me. <laughs> so I'm holding up my, my wrist uh, so you can see my Apple Watch. That's how I use my two-factor. Um, so... So yeah, we're, we're figuring stuff out, sort of the flow, but we're kind of like coordinating our social media efforts, sort of ideas we have, et cetera, um, and just figuring out like text versus Discord. I think for me, at least there's some things I can do easier via text, like take a screenshot on my iPhone and send it to most people. I think I've had issues sending images to Nick in the past. Um, yes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're continuing to figure it out. That we are. But uh, you mentioned you've not watched a ton of stuff this week. Yeah, no, I haven't been watching a lot. Uh, I've had in the back of my mind that I need to catch up on Better Call Saul uh, because I left off on episode four, I think I figured out last night, after accidentally buying an episode on iTunes that I've already seen uh, because the AMC website totally only had the last four, and I could not find the one i didn't want to watch an episode too far ahead yeah. so i was like i think i've seen this let me just buy it and the preview was like totally i could not remember the part in the preview that itunes showed but, but anyways yeah i've uh, started recatching back up on better call saul as of like midnight last night gotcha. uh quick question <laughs> quick question about better call saul that stars bob odenkirk right i, I believe that's his bad. name so okay. i'm very bad at knowing who actors names are uh, until I become very obsessed with the show, and apparently I'm not that obsessed with the show yet, <laughs> okay. even though I really like the show. Uh, I mean, I know Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul, and those are like two actors I could name from Breaking Bad. But uh, anyone else? I'm very bad. Fair. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping to catch up more on Better Call Saul and get 
get back in the swing of things. I don't know how much longer is left in this season. I don't know if you're watching. Are you watching at all? I, I haven't even finished Breaking Bad. Like it's um, on my like to do list, but it keeps getting bumped because it's like a very intensely <laughs> violent and intense show in is. general. And I think I got like four episodes in. I was like. This is real good, but at the time I was watching, I was like, this really isn't the vibe I'm looking for. Yes. Uh, so. Yeah, it took me several times to get into Breaking Bad. Like, I think I watched that first season, like, three or four times before I was like, okay, I'm, I'm in now. I'm going to watch this. Gotcha. Uh, I also rewatched a movie recently uh, called The uh, the Imitation Game, which is about uh, Alan Turing and uh, how he helped win the war by breaking the German enigma machine it's yeah. a very good movie it's I really an incredible it. film i saw it in theaters uh i love that movie starring benedict cumberbatch yes uh, i forget uh, why i rewatched it i think it was just it another was late night yeah i mean it is a great movie uh but it was just a super late night and then i uh i think i opened up my plex server or something like that I was like oh sure i'll watch that it's either that or uh the social network is my other like go-to Rewatch this for the millionth time movie because they're both really good. Yeah, I mean, The Social Network, uh, full disclosure, is my favorite film of all time. So um, just just wanted to let everyone know that because um, you know what's cool? A billion dollars. And, and A billion to, dollars. Yeah. Um, we originally were going to call this podcast The Figuring It Out with Kian and Nick, but Justin Timberlake told us to drop the the. So we, uh, we did. <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. not true. It's, no, it's true. I, I mean, I'm, but I'm, if, I'm if, with if Justin. If Justin Timberlake wants us to drop anything from this podcast, we will do it in a heartbeat. Unless it's me, Reach or Nick. Out. Yeah, so unless, well, I don't know. If it's Justin Timberlake, maybe he has an idea. Uh, and then the last thing that I've been watching, uh, well, I haven't watched it yet. Well, at least I haven't watched it recently, is the show called The Middle, which is a show I originally was very furious about, and I wish it never existed because I saw it randomly one time on TV. I was flipping through. And I was like, this just seems like it's Malcolm in the Middle, except they replaced every cast. Like, they, it's just a different cast. Uh, and there's a weird one-to-one relations that I feel like you can make of just like, oh, this, this character is Dewey, this character is Malcolm, this is obviously the dad and the mom. And this is like, it's all that stuff. And it feels like the exact same show. I used to hate watch that show because I'm like, I can't stand this show. It's ripping off another one of my favorite shows. But eventually uh, that 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 watching of it and being upset with it turned into me going, Oh, this is actually a good show. And it's actually kind of funny. So you set aside uh, your differences, that hatred turned to love. and It and did. It very much did. Um, uh, and many months ago, I ended up buying the whole box set on DVD. Jesus Christ. Uh, and I started watching because I was watching like reruns on is it Freeform. Maybe it was on TV. Okay. I don't remember. Uh, I think like it was a Freeform, Freeform kind of thing. Yeah. I learned it's either that or like TBS. Months ago. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's either Freeform or TBS. Uh, but regardless, I bought the whole box set, and I was like, all right, I got to start watching through all these. And I got through the first season, maybe first two seasons. Uh, but uh, I've been slowly ripping those DVDs to my PC so I could actually watch the whole thing and off my Plex server. Uh, so hopefully soon I will actually complete the middle because I actually really want to watch it now, which is weird compared to where I was like a year and a half ago where I was like, I can't stand the show, but I got to watch it. Gotcha. Uh, now I just want to watch it. And I spent so much money on that, that freaking box set have that watch. I haven't watched. It's, it's all, it's all in the basement right now. I just need to like bring up the rest of it and start, start finishing to rip them. But yeah, that's oh. what I've been watching. What have you, uh, what have you been up to? Yeah, well, so I asked about Bob Modenkirk when we went with Better Call Saul because I actually watched uh, 
Little Woman on Friday. I bought Little Woman on iTunes. Uh, I've never heard of it. Yeah, so it's the seventh adaptation of a book from the 1800s. Um, it's a coming-of-age story about young woman in, in the 1800s, but uh, it's directed by Greta Gerwig, who uh, previously did a film called Lady Bird, which is really good. It stars uh, Saoirse Ronan, who's from Ireland. Shoutouts, that's how I know how to say her name. <laughs> another um, dab. <laughs> another dab. Uh, Emma Watson, who... Uh, who I think most people will know from Harry Potter, and yep. she's currently self-partnered, which is it's a term I'm going to co-opt because I am also self-partnered. Call me Emma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, Florence Pugh, who I think is in the upcoming Black Widow, and she was in Midsummer last year. It's a horror movie I haven't seen yet um, from the director of Hereditary, so I need to see it. But um, it's just like about these women going through their lives. Like Saoirse Ronan's the main character, kind of like falling in love and finding their own way in the world and it's like this retelling of this classic story. And I, again, it's like the seventh time it's been adapted to movies, but it's like really good because it's like this period piece movie, but like the way it's written and shot and the way everyone interacts with each other, it still feels very modern. Like they feel like, like modern women talking to each other. It feels like a very modern take on it. Um, so it was a really good film, even though I'm not usually into period pieces. And now I kind of want to explore more period pieces. Like I kind of want to watch the film Emma that came out in theaters for like a week before COVID started. And now it's on <laughs> iTunes to rent for $20 or whatever. So uh, it was just, it was a really good film. I don't really have a ton to say, but like it was just, it caught me by surprise. You know, I had heard good things, but I wasn't, like, dying to watch it. I think I had, like, texted someone and said, like, I need a movie recommendation. And they, she said that it sounded good, and so I watched it because um, I impulsively buy films all the time. I didn't rent it. <laughs> I want to be clear. I didn't rent the movie. I bought the fucking you movie. bought it. Right. <laughs> I fucking bought it. Um, so, so I watched that. Um, Bob Odenkirk is in it as, like, the father of, of the woman in, in the family. Um, so, yeah, it's a good film. Um, really enjoyed it. But I've also been continuing to binge... New Girl on Netflix. Uh, what season are you on? <laughs> As I asked that, not knowing where I left off like a year and a half ago of watching that show. Did, but uh, how much I don't know. Okay. I don't know. So, <laughs> but I know I watched a decent amount of it. So when I started this Odyssey maybe two and a half weeks ago, I I was, you know, starting from the beginning. I had never seen it. I knew about it, obviously. Um, I have a friend who's often, I think, compared to uh, Zoe Deschanel. From what I understand, okay. I, I think I think she's she's had that comparison a few times. Um, so I was kind of going, I was like, "Am I going to notice that? Am I?" And, and I did, <laughs> I did, I did. I could see the comparisons. Um, but I, I started watching it because a few people had recommended it, and uh, I'm now season five out of seven, episode eight, like twenty two episode season. So like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm. I really like this show. I don't know. I can kind of uh, relate to some of it. Uh, I am Nick Miller. That's kind of what I'm doing. <laughs> That's not a good thing. Not a good thing. But I, I am definitely Nick Miller, but maybe uh, more successful, less. I don't know. I live on my own in a, in a nice apartment rather than in a loft with five other people or whatever. That's true. <laughs> um, uh, but but I've just really enjoyed it. it it's a good show. Um, it is interesting. I think around the season four mark, the intro changes. Um, so the first like three and a half, four seasons, like it's like a song uh, that Zoe Deschanel singing. Because for those, I don't know if you know this or not, Nick. Uh, Zoe Deschanel does have like an indie rock band or something with another. I did not know that. Yeah, I forget who the other musician is because he's also a well-known like indie musician. They they do like indie folk pop stuff or whatever. Um, and so. She, she sends the intro, she's like, 
who's that girl? You know, that, that little jingle. But then I think around the Caesar four mark, I think the rest of the cast, like CC and Schmidt and Nick Miller and, uh, and Winston and Ethan Coach, they've kind of developed their own story arcs and the show's become much more than just about um, mm-hmm. Jess, who Zoe Deschanel plays. That like the intro kind of just becomes a lot shorter. It's just an instrumental version of the original song and it kind of just focuses more on all the characters. It's just like a very quick, like, they're just like still images of them and their poses are kind of changing. Um, but it was an interesting thing because I definitely feel like the show gets better as it starts to focus more on the arcs of the other characters. Right. Um, so, so that's been nice to watch. And uh, yeah. I don't think I've made it that far then because I, I while I only vaguely re- remember the intro, I don't remember the intro changing. So that's good, good, good to know to place yeah. where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I won't, I won't go too much because obviously it's a very uh, riveting narrative with a lot of twists and turns, and I don't want to spoil it. Um, but like, there's some like major developments happening in the lives of some characters, and this, they're kind of working up to that currently in, in season five right now. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I've been enjoying it. Uh, again, I relate too much to Nick Miller. That's not a great thing. Trying. <laughs> You know, I, I do see a bit of Schmidt in myself as well, mostly the self, self-esteem self issues <laughs> with my appearance. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, just a, lo- a lot of that. Um, I have been watching like a little bit of other stuff, just a little bit more Terrace House, uh, and, you know, a little bit more JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, mostly New Girl, and I watched Little Woman, and I might uh, might watch Spider-Man Far From Home tonight, because I bought that on iTunes for like $7. I've seen that film already, but you know, it's, it's a fun movie, and I can kind of pay less attention since I haven't seen it before, so I can maybe whip out the Switch and, you know, play some Tetris or whatever while I watch it. So, yeah, that's, Sounds that's all fun. I've been watching, yeah. But, yeah, 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 I haven't been watching. I was, I was also try, trying to think if I've watched anything else. I think I've watched one episode of We Bear Bears on Netflix, uh, which is a Cartoon Network. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a Cartoon Network show uh, about three bears who are friends, uh, but it's the greatest, happiest show I've ever watched. And it's it's just, uh, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's, a Cartoon Network show, and when I like you say Cartoon it's Network a Cartoon show. Network show. Like you mean, it's like that house style. It's like bizarre, like like Adventure Time, or yeah, um, yeah. It's I don't think it's as bizarre as like Adventure Time, but it has like that same kind of vibe, at least to gosh. a degree. Except it's three bears. Um, are they bare no. naked, or what's the deal? yes? They are okay. bare naked. Uh, okay, I figured sort of it out. pun intended. There's another pun for you. Yes. <laughs> uh yeah no it's 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 a, it's a fun show i've been I've, i watched a lot of that a long time ago and i recently just popped open netflix and it was like you recently watched this do you want to keep it? i was like yeah sure i'll watch another episode it's like 10 minutes sure why not uh but yeah that that that's a fun show uh yeah Are, is there anything else you're planning on watching like i obviously you've got kind of the entirety of the middle to watch but like have you thought thought about like your your television or film backlog uh i'm trying to think if there is anything else in my film tv backlog there's definitely a lot uh funny enough i, I was planning on rewatching all the fast and furiouses uh up to uh uh hobbs and shaw i almost forgot the name of it because i haven't I, seen hobbs and shaw i have yet. not seen I, hobbs and shaw I, I might have to buy it on itunes now yes i think it might have I might have gotten it free through some movies anywhere thing because I noticed it was just sitting in my library. Uh, so that is like kind of my motivation right now. Is like okay, I'm just gonna like watch all the way up to it. I think it's also on HBO or something. So well, I should check HBO Go then. Um, yeah. But that's actually that movies anywhere thing that you mentioned. I actually got a free movie because I bought Little Woman. Like it was just like, hey, uh, since your iTunes is linked to your movies anywhere, you get a free movie for buying movie. 
buying a movie and uh i think i grabbed like the joan jet and the blackhearts movie that i think stars mm-hmm. like kristen stewart uh, which i've never seen i don't know if it's any good but it was the only movie that they were offering me that looked remotely appealing to me so <laughs> i guess i'll probably watch that as well i don't even know what it's called offhand i just know it's about joan jet um so it sounds fun though i'm sure there's a cherry bomb cover in there somewhere has to be yeah. i mean uh, but yeah, I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think there's anything else like uh, that I can think of off the, off the top of my head that is on my to watch list. I mean, I'm bad at watching anything, anyways, anything and everything, uh, movies and TV. Uh, and I usually just go back to watching something I've already watched uh, before, like Better Call Saul, or not not Better Call Saul, like like Breaking Bad for the hundredth time. Oh, you know what? The office is on my list because I've never seen the office before. Oh, you should, getting... you should do that. I know. I keep getting told I need to see the office you, by I, a lot of people. And I want to make, I want to just like make, make this really clear. Like it's going to be leaving Netflix soon because Peacock is a thing. Uh, NBC's new streaming service. So it'll be leaving. Netflix, uh... and You'll have to pay for another streaming service. Um, so you should watch that. And if you haven't watched parks and rec, you should also do that. I haven't that watched parks and rec. Well, maybe I've watched like an episode or two. Yeah. Uh, um, but that's yeah. I'd watch them both. They're both incredible shows. I had not finished Parks and Rec before, but right at the start of sort of this shelter in place stuff, I binged all of it, and it is great. It is incredible. I had seen most of The Office. I'd say there's probably like a few episodes that I hadn't seen each season, and I hadn't seen most of the final season, but I also binged that at the start. Um, so definitely, definitely watch those. Uh, um, that's what yes. she said. So. Yeah, I'm hoping hoping to find time for those um so speaking of movies and tv and all that stuff to counter your spontaneous segment from the very first episode not, not last spontaneous week, no, we, we planned that i planned that you planned it <laughs> we it didn't have an document. ongoing segment in our non-existent podcast before it started it was it was uh but i decided to find a way to counter that and that was that is with nick's video pick of the week uh which mostly just came out of the idea because i saw a really cool tiktok are, are you on tiktok I am on TikTok. It is you scary. Are? I am uncomfortable. Uh, I've not is, made a TikTok. <laughs> it, TikTok is a scary place. Uh, the first 30 minutes you use it until you like a handful of things and then refresh and it, the algorithm actually just learns you all of a sudden. It, it hasn't and it's like, me. It hasn't? No. It's it, it took me like maybe, maybe an hour of using uh, TikTok and I was like, all right, we know everything you like and you'll like everything we show you pretty much. Uh, and then I spend most of my nights, well, at least as of past I have, and I've, I've, I've broken my TikTok habit, but it comes back every once in a while. But I did see a, a, a TikTok floating around uh, by Jason Booth uh, at Jason Rockford. I don't know which one is his actual name, if his last name is Rockford yeah, or Booth. There's, there's, I didn't do too much research into this. <laughs> we also cannot uh, vouch for his character, but this video is very vouch. cute. He has he, he th- this is the video that went viral and then he start, at least I think it is and then he started doing a bunch more of these uh, afterwards but it's called Ledad Chateau I think is how you say Le that. Ledad Chateau. Yes, <laughs> it's essentially him providing a fancy restaurant dinner service uh, for his uh, for his child <laughs> as if his child was uh, at at the chef's table and it's all set it's always set to like some like smooth jazz and whatnot uh but it's a very it's a very cute and fun video uh and there's a bunch of them and i love them all and i hope he keeps making more because they're great and that's what sort of made me get back on the tiktok a lot more recently uh just to hope to see that there's more videos from this guy uh so 
there'll probably be a link on our Twitter and maybe we'll put it in Instagram somehow. I don't know how, I, I don't know how Instagram works. Keen takes care of it. Yeah. Well, we won't be able to, to share it on Instagram, but we'll put a link in the description and yes. we'll see if we can figure out a way to at least do like an audio preview right here. Uh, so there might be a pause here before we start talking again. Uh, but yeah. Or we'll, uh, we'll just we'll, overlay some smooth jazz over this. <laughs> or uh, now I've got an idea for a song pick of the week in the future. <laughs> Ooh. But yeah, it'll be in the show notes or on Twitter. I'll definitely put it on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's a cool, cool video. Chill. It's a chill video. Maybe so uh, we definitely check it out. A, maybe we should make a TikTok. No, we should not make a TikTok. We should not make a TikTok. <laughs> I've, I have several drafts uh, that I've made, and they will never, ever get published because they're really bad. Uh, but they were fun to try. I don't know how people do it. They're actually not easy to make. I was like surprised. It's like, oh yeah, you just get the song and you do this thing. At least for like some of the like viral like dances or like joke ones. And it's like, oh no, these are just like, I'm not, how, how do people time these? And it, Yeah. It's like Vine taking to the next level. But uh, I do want to say that I have been considering maybe thinking about doing the Savage Challenge. Um, <laughs> What's the Savage Challenge? I don't think it, I've seen it's that. It's people dancing to uh, Savage by Megan V. Stallion. I'm an OG Megan fan. I, I was there for Hot Girl Summer. Even though it was November, <laughs> I was at a concert one time where she performed, and uh, it was mostly a metal festival, a metal festival with churches and Megan the Stallion as well. And I think I was one of two people in the crowd who was actually interested to see Megan live. Uh, but yeah, TikTok is wild. This is a very cute video, though. And yeah, check the description uh, and check Twitter uh, yes. for for the video. Um, so yeah, um, but. That's your video pick of the week. I think with that, we should take a quick break and just reconvene. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll be back in a few. And yeah, we'll figure out this break-in thing soon. Kian here. Quick spoiler and content warning ahead. We talk a lot about Call of Duty Modern Warfare. In doing so, I lightly spoil some of the reveals at the end of the game. As part of that discussion, we also touch upon some of the more brutal and controversial moments in that game, including sequences of torture. If that's something you're not comfortable hearing, check the timestamps in the episode description to know when to skip ahead. All right, we're back. Um, we are. Have a nice break, Nick. I did. I did not move from this chair. I did, and I did some physical therapy, <laughs> and you saw it, and it must have been kind of weird to look at. Uh, so, all right. Um, so we talked about what we've been watching. We we learned about TikTok a little bit and Megan The Stallion. Uh, but let's get into the real important stuff, namely the stock market um, and how it's being impacted by COVID-19. Let's, let's get really into economics. That is the economics of Animal Crossing. Did you buy your turnips this morning? Uh, yes. And immediately after I bought my turnips, my friend messaged and said, hey, turnips are, and I think it was like $15 cheaper than what I paid for them. <laughs> I spent $105 um, on each. I spent $104. Oh, all right. Cool. Yeah. 15 15 i could have no, not 15 per turnip 15 cheaper than what i said oh it was like okay I was, all right. I was i was about to be like holy crap <laughs> i will pay money to go to that island <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah uh animal crossing i think we're both still playing uh i'm still doing like my 15 to 20 minutes a day i've kind of found that the best way to enjoy the game i know just looking creeping honestly on my nintendo switch friends list it seems like a lot of people are playing every day there are a lot of people playing every day for long periods Uh, yeah yeah but what i'm what i'm seeing is that actually a lot of them have started to like dip off it's like every few days now and i think it's probably because they're they played so much at the start they've kind of burned through a lot of like progression like i'm still kind of 
trying to attract islanders to come visit and setting up my island slowly and surely building up a savings account you know getting that 401k set up (laughs) and trying to get kk to visit uh so we can have a fire festival and like i've just noticed that other people are like not playing as much and they have like 200 hours and i'm still not even at 30 yeah (laughs) Um, i've uh, fallen off a little bit i didn't play a whole lot this week uh i did make sure to wake up this morning and buy my turnips uh which granted i only had a hundred and twenty thousand bells to spend but i mean it's better than not having any uh because i haven't bought turnips in a long time actually uh but i'm hoping to find an island this week or hopefully my own that has good prices uh i'm crossing my i'm crossing my uh fingers on that i think the whole it was interesting i think the the reason i haven't played a lot was actually the bunny day event <laughs> which is like I, I i think i think we've heard that from like everyone uh, i think like every podcast i've listened to every tweet i've seen the few conversations i've had about it like people did not like love bunny day <laughs> It was just, it was weird in a way of like, it was really cool to start off on like, oh yeah, cool. You're going to find some eggs every once in a while. That's cool. Uh, and then you could craft some stuff. I I found way too many eggs, which drove me nuts because I was, I was actually trying, I was very close to getting my hundred fish in a row nook miles. And I fished up an egg and I got really mad and I casted my line again on accident. Uh, well, I didn't get really mad, but I was just like, oh, this sucks. And I accidentally no, casted no, my no, line. No. Nick, Nick, for, for people listening, Nick actually did break his television. He did actually I did. throw a Joy-Con at the TV. I wasn't even playing on the so t- TV. I just threw the <laughs> switch right at it. Uh, but no, yeah, I fished up an egg, and then I was like, oh, this sucks. Uh, and then I casted my line and accidentally instantly broke it. And then I w- I'm still stuck at 99 out of 99. Uh, or not 99 out of 100 fish caught in a row. Uh, and of course, eggs and trash don't count for it. Uh, so yeah. I fished up way more than a hundred in a row. So I'm I'm glad that it's now just fishing up fish and trash. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I play I played a, a a decent amount this morning uh, and had a good time realizing I was not fishing up eggs. Uh, I was a little upset to see all the weeds that grew up on my town because uh, mm-hmm. I didn't play for like a couple days in a row. Uh, but whatever. I mean, I could just go pick those back up, and that's actually like kind of kind of calming to cleanse the island again <laughs> to sanitize from the weeds the art the joy of tidying up you're, you're marie condoing your uh, island mm-hmm. i don't know if the uh if the bunny day items are still craftable and uh if they're worth the same amount still yeah, i haven't checked either because i was kind of curious like would they go up in value because now they're rare like, that the would be my effect, thought or would they go down because like Nobody wants this. It's out of fashion. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I would assume they either go up because they're rare, or nothing happens because it's just a video game and they didn't think yeah. through the economy that way. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, the community has clearly because I am now a Stocks.io member, <laughs> um, and I am tracking my stock turnips, my turnip prices, and it looks like Wednesday I'm going to hit the money. Uh, though my first week on Stocks.io. Um, did not go great. I don't know, uh, if you've been using that, so. I have not. I, I've been hearing people talk about it, but I have not used it at all. So there, I might there, start. I would say start and see. See, it's supposed to be pretty accurate. But basically, like you input data to help inform when you should like buy turnip prices, and you can see other people's turnip prices and stuff. But like it basically told me because last week I started with like 90, 80, 70, 80. and it's like 
the next day I finally had turnip prices higher than what I paid. And it was like, this week is fake. Isabel was like, this week is going to be pretty bad. You should probably just sell while you're ahead. (laughs) So I did. And I made very little profit. So literally later that day, it skyrockets to like 205. (laughs) Then the next day, the next day it's 215. And then the next evening it's 225. Crazy. So, um, I've seen bigger, obviously. I think our friend Oliver on Facebook posted he got like 600-something. I've seen 600s from friends. Stage. I've seen a, another friend of mine had like 515 or something like that. And I'm like, I wish I bought. Wish I bought. It's Bitcoin all over again. I wish I bought. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's what Cooking Mom was for. That's true. Um, yeah. That's all I know about that game is something about Bitcoin mining. Um, but apparently, it's all, yeah. apparently, there is no Bitcoin mining in that game. It's all, it's all ruse to distract from bad business practices from somebody i don't know what's it's a weird story to follow i'm gonna have to look that up there's a lot going on there if you're not if you have not been not been following it uh i have a friend who actually bought the game off of planet something's whatever the publisher's site is uh Mm -hmm. because they apparently just selling to physical copies because whatever uh yep you got a copy for 40 bucks they're all sold out now but uh he has one of a few I was tempted that $40 to dollars could have, That $40 could have gone towards Ring Fit Adventure. It could have, but also Ring Fit Adventure is not available either. Well, it is if you spend more than the cost of the That's Nintendo true. Switch. Yeah, like 300 um, bucks. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like Animal Crossing, it's great. It's always going to be here. Our villagers are going to be you know, living their lives, maybe yep. leaving if we don't pay attention to them. They were not mad that I haven't played in a few days. They were all just uh, like, oh, hey, what's up? I'm like, oh, cool. All right, the only, the only bad thing was the weeds that grew on the island, and probably my island rating that went from... Oh, well, can I have gone down from one star? I don't think so. Uh, one star. <laughs> I haven't checked my island rating yet, but uh, like, what else have you been playing? I yeah. have been playing uh, this week mostly a lot of Modern Warfare. Uh, I, I, I tried the co-op, and I'll come back to that in a second for a little bit. And then I played a lot of multiplayer. I've been kind of just like shuffling through the multiplayer stuff in terms of just like any random game mode that comes up i kind of just have them all selected and i play them all except for like search and destroy because i don't like the one life thing as much as i did way back when uh but yeah no i've been playing a lot of multiplayer there i've been debating if i wanted to buy the battle pass because i just i've unlocked so many stuff now but i just don't have it because i'm on the free tier i'm just like "Ah, i might as well at this point but also like if i'm gonna buy it i might as well buy the one that comes at the the 20 extra tier unlocks but it's like that's 25 bucks i don't know how much i want to do that but it's actually like a game with a battle pass i'm addicted to playing right now so i might as well cash in on that but gotcha yeah yeah i played the co-op uh we tried a group of friends and i we tried the first co-op mission which is really it's not really easy but it's like kind of it's like normal to play through. It's uh, can you up explain until... how co-op works? Is it like Spec Ops or is it like a separate narrative, it's, kind of like Spartan Ops and Halo It's like or Spec Ops, I think, but it takes place on the Battle Royale map, uh, which is kind of cool. So it's like real. It's a really large map, and you're kind of run, running around from place to place doing various like objectives. Like the one in this one starts off with like kill the leaders, and you go hunt them down. They're marked on your map uh and you, you 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 find them you gather some intel and it's like okay go to the stadium now you gotta like uh destroy these jammers and you have to like hack into them for a little bit so you're standing near them and then you smash them and you go to the next one 
and then there's five of them but it just ramps up in difficulty throughout those so like it actually starts off really easy and i was like oh i don't know how at least my friend he's like oh yeah we've been, we failed every time we tried this i'm like oh, this is gonna be tough and it started off like really easy up until we got to like the last objective and then all hell breaks loose there's like tanks there's juggernauts there's airships and there's only four of you and you only have like so many uses of your abilities uh, which is another thing you could select between i think six classes uh like to either drop armor or to drop uh stopping power rounds and stuff like that um but uh that stuff only like replenishes so often and you can only carry so many additional they, they have like uh crates you could pick up which act as kill streaks um so like you could get additional ammo crates or you could get like airstrikes and stuff like that as kill streaks to call in uh just to kind of help you like combat like some of the hard stuff like tanks and <laughs> juggernauts because they're impossible to kill unless you happen to have a bunch of rockets uh but no it, it's really it's really 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 tough um we've gotten close but we were also playing super late so like we we're probably also super tired at the same time <laughs> just like oh this sucks uh hopefully we, we could complete one of them uh i think we we got into a groove but it was just it was just not working out for us. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I've also been playing Modern Warfare, but none of the multiplayer stuff. I actually, just yesterday, I think I messaged you and I was like, I'm actually just about to finish up the campaign. <laughs> um, so, um, we may get into some spoilers with what I'm about to go through. Uh, I know, Nick, we talked previously, and you're like, you're not super spoiler-reverse. Um, nope. So, I'll, I'll still try and keep it vague. But um, last week, we, we had talked about how I was playing more Call of Duty in the past week prior than I had in the decade preceding that. And and that's true. And I want to kind of explain, like, I own Black Ops 3 in Advanced Warfare, and now I'm playing Advanced Warfare as single player. Um, but, like, I hadn't played very much, and it just didn't hit me. Um, but then I got into COD 4 Remastered, finished that, finished Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. Uh, I think we talked about uh, No Russian and how yep. I was kind of surprised that you could actually kill the civilians. And um, I bring that part up again because... Playing Modern Warfare 2019 felt a lot like they were trying to capture that no Russian moment over and over again. Oh, really? And it left me huh. very conflicted because it's like Call of Duty Zero Dark Thirty, whereas the old ones are like Michael Bay. Um, and I don't know that I was comfortable with that in game form. Uh, I don't know that they always nail it. Um, and I just felt very complete. Like, it plays very well. It plays incredible. Right. It's visually stunning. The audio work is incredible. But I felt like there was just a real gap between what they were trying to do, showing, like, how violent war is and the fact that this is also a fucking Call of Duty game. Mm -hmm. um, not only because there's levels where you play as a child um, and okay. you kill people as a child because you watch your parents get killed <laughs> and you can be killed as a child um, and... Not only because there are suicide bombers and you can and there's a level where you basically infiltrate a house and you can't tell if someone's a terrorist, terrorist quote unquote, or just a civilian, and so you can kill them, like huh. because you know, like there's moments like that, or like you have to d determine is this actually someone who's pulling a gun on me because they're defending their child or not? And like what I will say is, unlike No Russian, like I was actually like really tense and like twitchy fingered, and I did kill one of them, and I felt like terrible, but like I, I didn't feel terrible. Um, in the same way, like I felt like, I, should I actually go back to the checkpoint and do that? Because I'm not really comfortable with the fact that that even just happened, and right. I'd actually like to like not 
do that at all. Whereas, like, with Modern Warfare 2, the bombast was so in your face that I was like, last week I was like, I feel good that I felt bad. This week I was, I was like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ, that's uncomfortable. Um, so there's a lot of stuff like that, which I don't know that Call of Duty is equipped to handle especially when you think about multiplayer and like all the customization and how that's like almost business as usual uh but then there's the other half of this which is that this is a fucking reboot of of an existing call of duty franchise and they let you know that obviously captain price is in it for most of the game yeah uh, and if you've played call of duty 4 modern warfare 2 modern warfare 3 you know he's a pretty prominent figure because he's got that wild mustache beard get up and the, <laughs> the hat and he has that here uh, but Nikolai, who's like one of your like squad mates in the original trilogy, he shows up towards the end as like this sort of like um, like former like black ops dude who helped work with Price, and like those are really the only mentions I, that I could notice up front until you beat the game. Okay, this game has an Iron Man style uh, post credit scene that sets up more stories. Oh, interesting. And in those two, there's two post credit scenes, and in that post credit scene. Uh, more characters are introduced who are throwbacks to the original franchises. So uh, the name Zakayev is thrown around a couple times. Zakayev being the villain from COD Four, right? And there's this dude shown on like some phone photos of like he's a new terrorist that they'll need to stop. Uh, that looks very familiar to one of the villains from COD Four, <laughs> um, like beat for beat. And then also. Um, there's like literally like I'm here to talk to you about the Avengers initiative kind of moment. <laughs> one, of, one of the Americans is talking to Price and she's like, we'll set you up with a squad. And she's like, what do you want it to be called? And Price is just like, one for one. Or uh, that's a sound more Russian. It's like, <laughs> one for one. And that's like SAS one for one is the like task force you're in in right. old games. And also the Shepard, who's like the v- secret villain, I guess, of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. He also starts to make a cameo at the end. He has some voiceover. So they're like trying to be like all grim and gritty and being like war is like dangerous and it's very gray and, you know, there's no right way to handle it. It's like there's even a moment in the game where you, you, you're waterboarded. Um, there's a moment in the game where you can choose to torture someone or say, I'm not going to do this. I chose not to because at that stage, I was like, nope, there's too much going on here. Right. But then after you finish the game, it's just like, okay, but let's set up these sequels, huh? <laughs> uh, and it just like, the game was already leaving me like uneasy. And then it did this. And I was like, so we're back to, you know, blockbuster filmmaking version of COD now, even though you just gave us like, you know, this auteur Oscar bait COD. Um, and I, I don't know how I felt about it. Like, it plays very well. I want to try Warzone. I want to try some of the multiplayer. I know you sent me your your Battle.net or Activision. That was my Activision ID, ID with the, <laughs> so, lots of numbers on it. Yep. Uh, so we can do crossplay. But, like, the single player just left me uncomfortable. Um, and, and I was truly, like, super conflicted about it. So um, it was an interesting experience. And it seems wildly different than the rest of the... 170,000 gig package that is Modern Warfare. So, um, But you've also been playing Halo. Yes, I played a little bit of Halo earlier. Uh, I haven't played much of Halo, the Master Chief Collection on PC. Uh, and I had a friend who wanted to play, so I decided, hey, why not? Let's uh, let's do some Halo. And I booted it up on PC. It plays really well on PC. Like yeah. I don't know why I'm surprised about that, but it just does. And it feels great compared to... Whenever I try to boot it up on my Xbox and my Xbox goes, eh, we don't know why we couldn't launch this game six times in a row. And then you boot it up and it's like 
gets frozen on the title screen or whatever and trying to sync data. Uh, there's there's something weird about Halo on Xbox that, like, at least mine, like, both of my Xboxes, the game just does not like to load up properly. Uh, maybe I have corrupt save data. I don't know. That, that might be it, because I, I was playing Combat Evolved with a friend last night on, on the Master Chief Collection. We had no issues. Um, is there going to be cross-play for the Master Chief Collection? I've been is trying to find an answer to that, and I don't know if it does. I don't think I could invite my it, friends. It doesn't right now. It doesn't right now, but I'm wondering if once all the games are in on PC, if they'd be adding. I haven't really been keeping I track. I think of that was part of their roadmap. I haven't. I know I like I've read a few of their like the updates on I think it's halowaypoint.com or whatever uh about it and I think that was on their roadmap or like on their like very high end or want to do list uh but not their will be doing list or something like that. Okay. Um but it's definitely not in now. I think you can do crossplay between uh Xbox Game Pass and Steam. Um but I don't know if you could yeah, I don't think you can do it between Xbox. Although it's all linked together. So like your achievements crossover yeah, yeah. and i think some of your save data yeah yeah your save data for like your progress does uh the pc version can play regardless of if you're using the xbox app yeah. or Steam, but, but we're not sure about console to pc crossplay yeah I, I would hope i would hope that comes at some point because i mean that'll be like i could imagine with like the series x launching and maybe that's our goal is to have everything out on pc by the time the series x comes out uh, like th- that kind of crossplay between PC and the Series X would probably be really good for them, especially for a Halo game. Although they're probably also competing with Halo Infinite at that time, so it's like I don't know. Like, well, but but that's actually I think the reverse side is kind of like what they did for Kingdom Hearts three because Kingdom Hearts and Halo basically the same thing, right? Exactly um, the same thing. Is Square kind of in the lead of to Kingdom Hearts three released every single Kingdom Hearts on PlayStation four and like released the complete package so you mm-hmm. can kind of get caught up and I could see them Microsoft wanting to do that for PC and I think crossplay is going to be a big part of their platform moving forward so infinite having that makes sense so I could see them trying to prime that with maybe PC console crossplay for the Master Chief Collection that is true that is true Fingers crossed. Yeah, I don't know. I I hope I, I hope they do it because it would be really nice to. I have a bunch of friends who still only play on Xbox, and I've like lately just become a PC gamer mostly just because I haven't brought the power cord to my Xbox and plugged it in uh, because I just moved all my stuff around in the past couple of weeks. Um, so I've been playing a lot of stuff on PC, and yeah, Halo was one of them. Uh, yeah, it, it plays well, and I it feels like Halo except I could adjust my field of view and play it a constant 60 frames per second no matter where i'm playing uh it's it's interesting i think i tried to do co-op on halo reach on xbox maybe like a month ago two months ago uh and i forgot that the master chief collection still uses the original netcode for a lot of the old games in co-op so you get that if you're not host you still get a lot of the like Oh, whoever's joined will probably have a lot of lag because that's just how like the co-op worked for all those games. Yeah, I noticed that last night playing Combat Evolved Anniversary Edition. Uh, it's so it was not just, good. Discernible delay. It's yeah, not good um, if you're a co-op player. Uh, even sometimes yeah. the host gets it, which is weird. It's just like because it's just trying to play catch up with each other. Uh, but the the friend I was playing with was like, "This is just not like." They're like, "I'm having fun, but this is just not really playable." Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited, and I also hope that Halo Infinite has better netcode for co-op campaign than 
than uh, the older ones did. I never tried Halo 5 co-op. Uh, I, I have my friend either. and I are going to do that. So maybe they already fixed it with Halo 5. I would um, hope so. I guess I'll report back. I guess I'll, I'll have to report Although I can't remember if Halo 5 was still built off of one of the OG Halo engines like they all were. Unlike how Infinite Sign and Slip Space. I think it I think it was built further off the Halo 4 engine, but they could have still, you know, revised it. I mean, that whole game plays very differently. Like, it has, like, aim down sights and stuff. And yeah. And sprint, which, <laughs> having literally finished Modern Warfare, like, 30 minutes before I hopped on to play Halo with my friend, I was, like, pressing the left trigger, trying to aim down sights and, like, chucking grenades <laughs> and stuff. And it was a, it was a fucking shit show. Um, yes. So. You've been uh, playing some Final Fantasy still, right? Yeah, I actually was just playing before we started recording. Um, so last week I was like halfway through, I think. Is that what I said? I think yeah. so. Uh, I'm a little bit more than halfway through now. I haven't made like a ton of narrative progress. Um, I was finishing up some side quests, and now I've kind of decided um, to focus less on some of those and just kind of finish the story. Um, it's interesting. So I think I'm at a point in the game now where I actually, even more so than before, have to think about what I'm doing. It's not like just matched melee i have to like figure out how am i building atp when am i having my ranged healers do stuff um versus cloud just go in and maul motherfuckers um <laughs> but I, I i feel like i'm at this weird point in the game uh where there's just been a lot of filler um and i think this has been one of the complaints about the remake as a whole is it's a 30 hour rendition of like a three to five hour game or segment of an older game um, so I'm 16 hours in. I'm in chapter nine, which um, in the original game is like I don't know an hour and a half, two hours in. Uh, you've just met Aerith. You've gone and you've been her bodyguard, and now you're heading back to Sector Seven, where Cloud and Avalanche, the eco terrorist org he's helping, are headquartered. And you find out that Cloud's childhood friend uh, slash possible love interest uh, Tifa has been trying to infiltrate uh, some. Shinra stuff by pretending to be a sex worker or something um, <laughs> and is going to possibly be married off to a, a guy named Don Corneo and so we, we've gone to that area I've just gotten through some subquests that uh, help uh, Aerith get like a fancy dress and you know Cloud is now going to have to get his own dress um, so I'm at this interesting moment in the game where in the original uh it hasn't aged well because it was kind of played as a joke. It's like, oh, look at this dude dressed and acting like a woman. Ha ha, isn't that funny? Men shouldn't be women, which I think a lot more people are now aware of sort of the fact that gender is a fucking construct and yeah. like not everyone identifies the same way. And uh, it's like, I, I think both of us know a, f a few trans people and, you know, a lot of non-binary people. So like, it's interesting now as I approach that moment to see how they've handled it um, mm -hmm. like 20 years later. Um, but getting there, there was like two hours of let's let's move crates around so we can move across a dungeon, which <laughs> in the original game took like 10 minutes. And I really wish it was just 10 minutes because it was so it was just so boring. And it really like, again, it was just filler. It wasn't super interesting. Um, it felt like adding time for the sake of adding time, um, whereas I think the stage I was at last week is there were like new story chunks added to the game that fleshed out characters. And while it's like filler, it was meaningful filler. This is just like a two hour dungeon that used to be like a 10 minute, like quick segment. Um, and that's kind of where I'm now finding myself just wanting to get to the end and then maybe go back and do some of these side quests afterwards. Um, 
So still really enjoying it. It is a gorgeous game still. Needs a fucking photo mode. Um, <laughs> you and your photo modes, you really like them. I do, I do. I've been trying to take screenshots with the share button. It's just not the same because like, if you hit it just slightly too slow, the delay is enough that it won't capture like a just perfect picture. Um, but yeah, uh, I, it's just I'm in this like middle haze of it now, and I'm hoping that maybe by next week I'll have it finished. Um, but yeah, still enjoying it. I don't know. Have you have you thought about grabbing it at all? I know you were saying maybe very not much, but I mean it's probably on my list to eventually pick up if there's a very big sale on it or something like that. I probably will. Um, it's currently still exclusive to uh, PlayStation, right? It's gonna. It's a, so it's. I believe they've said it's like a timed exclusive for a year, and what that probably means is that in a year there'll be a PC version. Yeah, I might pick I it up on PC maybe. Yeah. Um, not too sure. Square. Uh, I, yeah, Square's weird about Xbox stuff. I could definitely wait. I, I don't have. I'm not in a rush to play it. Uh, mostly because I have a lot of games to catch up on, uh, including just my normal playing of like Modern Warfare and Halo <laughs> on top of all of the other stuff I want to play. Yeah, you might say you have a backlog of sorts. I do have a backlog. Yeah. Yeah, what's that backlog looking like? <sighs> well, <laughs> I know the, we talked about it last week, we, but uh, the backlog has grown. Uh, I this weekend and by the time this is up it'll be gone uh but so last weekend uh devolver did a sale on steam i was like one of their 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 publisher sales and they put up i think all of their games on sale to some degree or at least like a, there was a lot on this on, on on this list so there was uh it had to be most of them but i picked up a handful of games uh one of which i've already played and beaten on f- uh my phone uh space plan i believe is the name Yes, Space Plan, uh, which is really interesting. Uh, As it says, experimental piece of interaction based partly on a total misunderstanding of Stephen Hawking's A Brief brief History of Time. Uh, But it's essentially your kind of satellite, if I remember right, orbiting around planets, and you're kind of just exploring space and time all throughout it. It was a really fun iPhone game. It's on Steam. It was available for like a dollar so i was like all right i might as well buy this again um but i also picked up four other games which i haven't played yet that were on my that i've been eyeing to start playing uh first off was reigns which i compare to uh if you were ruling a kingdom but all your decisions were made through uh tinder interactions <laughs> yeah yep, that's how I, that's how reigns is i love reigns it's great uh, uh yeah rain reigns is kingdom simulation for tinder fans yes uh, uh i've been eyeing that on phone but i just never picked it up because i don't, I don't know why i never picked it up but uh it was on sale on steam so i picked it up there uh i got dropsy uh which uh there was a pax east where i actually helped devolver out and i worked their booth and Dropsy was in the booth at that time, that. and I just never... I played a little bit of it uh, just because I was like, oh, because I helped them set up their PCs, and I made sure the demos work. I never played a lot of it, but it, it always looked good, and I never picked it up when it came out. So I finally bought that. Um, I had that game, too. I have a fun story about how I got the game. It was when, we, when I was at Harmonix, I think Alex Rigopoulos had like, said, like, I have a spare code for Dropsy if anyone wants it. <laughs> of course. To get it, so. Good old um, Alex. Uh, And then the two other games I bought are simulation games from them. The first one is Blockhood, which is like a voxel-ish, they call it a neighborhood building simulator. Uh, I haven't looked too much into it, uh, but it piques my interest because I like city builders or simulation strategy type games a lot. Even though I don't play a lot of them, they're like one of my favorite game, like genres out there. 
so I picked that up. It looks really neat. Uh, that was also only like three bucks. Uh, again, like I, I only spent like twenty bucks on four or five games, which is really cool. Uh, always great. Always, always great good. Get like a shit ton of games for very little money. Yeah, I almost bought more. And I was like, there. If I bought more, <laughs> they would have been games I would have never played. Yeah. Uh, I don't like my Steam library being a bunch of games I'll never play, uh, which it mostly is right now. And then the and it's everyone's Steam library. <laughs> and then the final simulation management game that I bought was Weedcraft Inc., which is Blaze it. Yes, Blaze it. Uh, conveniently, tomorrow's four twenty, um, which is when the sale ends. Uh, so. If you're listening to this in the past, somehow, uh, pick it up. And obviously, I, I think it's important to note that please do not consume marijuana unless it is medically legal where you are or recreational legal where you are. Yes. Um, <laughs> but this it, this looks like a really fun and interesting, different uh, kind of like simulation game. It almost looks at like looking at the screenshots a very advanced version of like game dev simulator or like startup simulator. But you're running a weed startup, so you get high all the time. Yeah. As well. So there's like trippy effects, and you're probably listening to like a lot of Queens of the Stone Age, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, those are the four games I threw into my backlog this week. Um, very excited to play them. I don't know which one to start first, and I thought of an idea, and I pinged you. I think about it uh, or, uh, last week, which was to let people who are listening decide. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put up a poll on the on our uh, Twitter account. At figure it out cast yeah. uh, with those four games not space plan because i already played it uh, and i'll probably just play it casually again and breeze right through it now uh because it's actually kind of a short game it only takes a few days to get through if you play it casually uh yeah we'll post that that poll to our, our instagram stories also at figure it out cast uh when this goes live uh so be sure to vote in that poll you'll only have 24 hours uh, yeah. yeah maybe i'll make it go longer but uh around th- when you, you hit- don't have that option on instagram just uh, fyi well yeah, uh, I will time it so around that we are talking about this poll right now from when we post about the show on Twitter that the poll should go up uh, so check for it now yeah. it should be up um, yeah the choices will be Weedcraft, Blackhood, Dropsy or Reigns um, I mean I want to play through all of them but I'm just curious if people have thoughts on which ones are the best ones to start on because I have no idea they all look good yeah I know which one I'm going to go for I'm excited to hear next week. Yeah. What you so, <laughs> you know, I'm going to keep it a mystery. You're just going to have to look at the Twitter polls and guess guess which one vote was from me from my personal account. Um, yeah. So, so you've basically you've added to your backlog, but have you cleared anything out? Uh, no, <laughs> not at all. Okay. Not like me over here having completed like two Call of Duties, and uh, I, uh, yeah. So. I completed two Call of Duties. Congratulations. Uh, I also, thank you. I, we, we talked about them. Uh, and I also, just Friday night while uh, watching You Girl, I finished this game that I had bought at the recommendation of, I want to say Waypoint Radio mentioned it, called Wide Ocean Big Jacket. It's a Switch game. Okay. I want to say it's like $10, but I got it on sale for $1. So I was nice already job. pretty pretty primed to buy it um it's only an hour long so it's a really short story narrative game that's kind of like a wes anderson movie um if you've ever seen the film moonrise kingdom which is like about these like two two young kids who fall in love in this like very whimsical wes anderson-y way um it's like that kind of in a video game except there's an aunt and an uncle bringing two preteens who are already dating on a camping trip and just them kind of talking and 
you know, learning from each other. Yeah. Um, so it's a cute little game. Very simple. Uh, really enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, I beat three games this week. Get on my level. True gamer. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a true gamer. Uh, it's been forever um, since I've beaten three games in general. <laughs> again, again, when, when in our first episode, I had mentioned how I had finished one game this year and then had finished three by the time we had recorded because COVID started and now it's been another three. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm still kind of managing my backlog Trello. Uh, I've been like organizing it. Um, we had talked about talking about the backlogs and I thought it might be good to explain how my backlog kind of works. Um, <laughs> not, in, not in the sense of like how there's different swim lanes almost like there's an in progress, there's a done, there's a, I have a wave. I'm just like, I'm done. Yeah. I, I don't care anymore. Uh, just let me kind of mention some games that have been put there. Crackdown 3. Uh, Jump Force, the shitty Shonen Jump fighting game that was really bad and nobody blinked in it ever. Uh, Anthem, moving on. Ooh, Anthem. I'm not going to say anything more about that. <laughs> uh, and, and, like, actually some good games here, too. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, um, like I put uh, The Messenger on Wave. I just, it was too difficult for me. I, I, I'm bad I, those kinds of games and so i kind of have to say look, I, I, no can't. Um, <laughs> but then i also have like my live games column so like i have uh tetris 99 here i have rocksmith i have dragon ball fighters animal crossing uh rock band and then i have my you know done from the prior two years so you know the last game i finished in 2019 was pokemon sword which i only finished because i could play it one-handed um and that because i had a hand injury which kind of helped me stop playing video games and the last game i finished in 2018 was donut county um but i don't actually put all the like games i technically own in my backlog like there's kind of like games that i've preemptively waived or something Mm -hmm. similar to that where i'm like i don't actually think i'm gonna play these anymore so i i don't even bother i kind of don't even put games that i do think i'll play into the backlog until i've actually decided like i'm gonna play this soon um so my backlog my backlog of like games that I haven't started yet but are planning to start soon or continue soon includes like Dark Souls 3, Shenmue 2, Shenmue 3, Death Stranding, um, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, uh, Final Fantasy X-2, Final Fantasy IX, uh, Dragon Quest XI, you know, Doom 2016, I need to finish that. Um, I have like two levels left so that will be a quick one but like DMC, Devil May Cry, Luigi's Mansion 3, which is a game I started but didn't finish. I've been meaning to so pick that like, up. Luigi's Mansion 3 is pretty fun. It's, it's really good. I, I enjoy it a lot. And then, um, I have so I have that backlog. But then I have the backlog of VIP, Ooh. which is like, I, I have P1, P2, P3 for my backlog. <laughs> but then I have VIP, which is like, no, I need to fucking finish these games. <laughs> um, so like I have uh, Dark Souls 1 remastered for the Switch in here. I have Jedi Fallen Order. I have Final Fantasy XII, I have Tales of Vesperia, Definitive Edition, and then I have Deadly Premonition uh, for the Switch uh, there. And then I have my in-progress column. So right, right now, obviously, I'm playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm playing Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Uh, I'm playing the original Shenmue. I'm playing Control. And I'm playing Gacha Roboto, which is like a really cute uh, Metroid-like game. But you're a cat in a mech suit. It's adorable. <laughs> it's pretty short. I think I'm almost done. Uh, but yeah, so I just kind of have been like moving through these, um, and trying to figure that out. Uh, so 
managing my backlog, especially since yeah, game time is up during during this this crisis we're all in because can't go outside and do other stuff. As right. Much. Uh, so I've been really trying to like prioritize it because like I'm also with these fucking sales. It's just like that game. I might I might play it, and it's only ten dollars. Uh, and so like trying to resist that though that said I am probably going to buy the Mega Man Zero collection for my Switch today because uh, it. Uh, it, it's something to play while watching uh, TV but yeah uh, my backlog is pretty hefty some of these are going to take longer than others and some of these are just like games that I just am that close to finishing so um, pretty excited to, to finally like have gotten the value out of these games i paid money <laughs> um, yeah i opened but, up my backlog which I, I think i mentioned last week was uh not up to date as of january 2019 uh yeah which is interesting looking back at how i had had it last last time or last year uh where my actively playing games were uh at the time madden 20 uh or maybe I updated it since then. I don't know, but uh, because I don't think Madden Twenty was out by then. Uh, Pokemon Go, PUBG, Rocksmith, Minecraft, Autica, Gears Pop, which I actually just uninstalled from my phone finally, after spending lots of money in that game. Uh, Can you explain Gears Pop to me? Really it quickly? is like <laughs> not Clash of Clans. Clash Royale uh, is like Clash Royale with Gears characters. But they're like Funko Pops. As yeah, well, right? and they're, they're Funko is, Pop design, what, which is immediately said no don't buy this game no, it, <laughs> or don't play this it's it's uh, it's 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 pretty good but it's gotten to the point where the only way to win especially once you rank up enough now because the only people who are high ranked and the people who are actively playing are probably the people who have really sunk money into it because they're not like there's not a whole lot of news about this game driving new players to this game so people are just really good gotcha. because they've been gotcha. paying money or just have played way more than anyone else um but I finally, I finally set that game aside and uninstalled it. I was playing it a lot, mostly for the achievements on Xbox. But, uh, I mean, it was really fun. Train Sim World was also on my list from some t- some point what last year. It's a train simulator. You you drive trains, and it was on Xbox, and it was really, it was really chill. You just drive trains between locations. It's gotcha, gotcha. very. No, I, I, I think the world threw me off, but. Uh... Yeah, there, there's so I think Train Sim World is their more casual version, and then there's Train uh, Simulator. They're both made by the same company. Okay, uh, so it's like Forza and Forza Horizon, almost like where like Forza is like sim simmy driving, and then like Forza Horizon well, is like the, arcadey, but also very different gameplay styles. It's still it's not as arcadey as as a Horizon is compared to Forza, Forza. Seven, okay. because you still have to like if I booted it up t- today, I'm past a lot of tutor- a lot of the tutorials how to work most trains so i would just sit there in the in the, in the, in the, in the driver's seat just going i don't know which button to press no okay. idea and yeah i okay. train some world is the version that came out on consoles uh and then train simulator does not come out on consoles so that's also the other gotcha. way that they've like separated it out a little bit okay. it's just a little bit more accessible but still all the complexities of having to pilot a train across train tracks <laughs> as you do <laughs> yeah. yeah well but yeah if the, if, if the mbta can do it anyone can that is very true <laughs> well I'm, I'm, I'm looking at what's in my backlog still and it's somewhat accurate uh there is gears war 5 which i have not started the campaign to which i want to uh pokemon sword and shield which i played maybe a little bit of it i've probably gotten to the first or second gym and then kind of fell off of it yeah it's not very 
I didn't really get into it as much as I thought I did. Yeah. Uh, like I, for me, like when I say I could beat it one-handed, like that was part of the reason I kept playing. I wasn't super enthused by it. It was, it was just another Pokemon. The the wild areas were pretty cool. Yeah, I do want, I do want to complete it, but I don't really have. For some reason, my motivation is just not there for that game. Yeah. Uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint is on here. I don't remember why, um, but it is. Yeah. Uh, Modern, Modern Warfare is on there, but I'm actively playing it now. Hopefully, eventually start the campaign. Uh, Civ 6, uh, which I own and is has been installed for many, many weeks, and I've just never played. Uh, Tro- Tro- Tropico 6, or is it Tropico? Tropico? I don't know how you say it. Uh, I think it's Tropico. Tropico. Uh, I've always liked those games, but I never uh, haven't bought the new one yet, mm-hmm. but I want to. Rage 2 is on there. I also, just speaking of Rage 2, say Doom Eternal is, would be on here if I was logged in the trail link at it right now. Uh, <laughs> new Super Mario Brothers U, which I also picked up on Switch, and I want to just like Deluxe run through that. Yeah, I just I, I've only played the Wii U version, but yeah. It's yeah, I want to play through that on Switch. Outer, Outer Worlds, and also speaking of that, the Outer Wilds. <laughs> the two very different-ish kind of games that have the same name. Yeah. And Blair Witch is awesome. Well, there's there. a big difference. Blair Witch was... It wasn't great. I, I played that. That came out on my birthday. Uh, not great. But um, Outer Worlds, uh, just shout out to Renzo. This is the Renzo Minute. Um, Again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually kind of really want to play, uh, need to add Castlevania Symphony of the Night to my backlog, uh, which Renzo also, I think, QA'd for. So uh, I did shout out to Renzo, Renzo Minute. Yeah. He, <laughs> he did, did some QA work on that uh, PlayStation 4 collection, I think. Um, so That's cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and as, I, as I as I mentioned last week, the other two high priority things listed on here are Spider Man for PS4, God of War for PS4, Renzo. Yep, <laughs> and the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit and Life is Strange Two. Two games that I want to very much play because I really loved Life is Strange One. Renzo really seemed keen on Life is Strange Two. Uh, I I don't want to. We should talk about Life is Strange, I think, next week, but I, I have a lot of a conflicted history with the first one. Uh, I've never finished it. Uh, not so that we could, we could dedicate an hour to me talking about Life is Strange <laughs> and why I will never fi- finish it and ha- can't be a fan of it like everyone else. But uh, I think we could yeah. do that next week. Stay yeah. tuned. Get, re- get real serious. Yeah, um, that's where my backlog's at. There's definitely stuff that I just can't think of right now that's just not in there that I haven't mentioned, but... Maybe we'll keep checking in every couple of weeks on where we're at. Uh, I, I, th- I'm, I think it's going to be a weekly thing for me right now. I've still like I have installed like Battlefield Hardline and Battlefield Four for some more. Battlefield Hardline campaigns. is that the cops on? Whoop whoop! It's the sound of the police. Whoop whoop! It's the sound of the beast. <laughs> yeah, yep. it's, it's, right. it's Battlefield. I was cops. not. Uh, I could not remember what one that was called. Uh, I always think of that song when I when I hear that game. Um, yeah. Um, if you think I have conflicted thoughts about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019, wait until we check in on my thoughts of Battlefield Hardline, a game where you play as a fucking cop. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but um, that's not really all of my gaming. Yeah. Uh, there's stuff I don't capture in my backlog, namely my virtual reality stuff. Uh, I work out a fair bit. I run a lot and I uh, do a lot of body weight stuff, but I used to love running on the treadmill, which I can't do right now because my apartment complex's gym is shut down. So I've been picking up the VR a lot more to work out there. Uh, and I've been doing a lot of Beat Saber lately. 
and a lot of uh, high hopes and KDA. And it, <laughs> it's actually a really effective workout. Like I did it some is. this morning. Um, I did like 30 minutes today and 40 minutes yesterday. Um, and I, I burned a, a solid amount of calories for, for the effort I was giving. And um, it's just interesting to think about like in, in this time where like our access to some facilities and stuff are limited, how we can improvise and how VR um, and like spatial computing can mm-hmm. like help with these kinds of things. Um, because like I was just like, you know what? Dance Central has a fitness mode. Beat Saber, you know, I already know it works well uh, for working out. And I just, I actually flipped on like no fail mode for Beat Saber. So it like halves your score, but then you can play like the higher intensity songs and get the workout, maybe even if you're not doing a good job at the game. So I played, uh, I played Fitbeat, (laughs) 90 degrees Fitbeat on Expert. (laughs) It was very difficult, but uh, it, it's just a new way to kind of use games to kind of also stay healthy and stay sane in this time. Cause like we're, I think at least I'm thinking of games right now as like a way to just like distract myself from the fact that I'm living by myself in an apartment with no human contact <laughs> right now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then a little bit of dance central so I can learn how to dance. Maybe I worked someday. on that one. Yeah. You it's did. a fun game. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty good game. Yeah. Interesting church song choice. Uh, Heaven and Hell, not the one I would have expected. I, I, uh, I, I like that one. It's nice and slow. Yeah. Is this heaven? <laughs> or is this hell? Um, I'm only really good at uh, Humble by Kendrick Lamar. That's a good one in there, yeah. 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 So. Um, I, I'm yeah, really I just, into, uh, not to steal your, your VR workout moment, but I'm very into, uh, just as we're talking about Dan Central, the, the what's it called? Uh, Gagnum style. Gang- yeah, yeah, Gangnam Style. Yeah, I, I was much better at that at the Connect Dance Centrals really? than, than in this one. Uh, but that's definitely a good one for working out because I do the gallops and I'm just like, no, 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 Oh, no, it's, no, it's no, so no. good. Opa, Gangnam Style. Whoop, 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 Gangnam Style. Whoop. Eh, sexy lady. Um, I've been doing a lot of singing today. You have? Um, um, but yeah, I just wanted to check in on that because I, I haven't really represented that in my backlog but it's a thing I'm doing on like Saturdays and Sundays as part of my like, mm-hmm. workout regimen so yeah um, what else what else uh, there's some games coming up next week ne- next week as of when this airs like two weeks from today when we're talking about it but uh, there is Gears Tactics which is coming out next week I'm actually like really excited for this it's the Gears of War XCOM game <laughs> And you should definitely maybe play Gears of 5 to complement this, because from what I understand, this game is actually about the father of Kate Diaz, who's the oh. main player character for Gears 5. Uh, so well, there maybe could I be will. some spoilers for Gears 5, maybe, in Gears Tactics. Maybe <laughs> um, I will. I also haven't, I don't think I've played through Gears 4's campaign either. I've, like, lost track of where things are at in the whole Gears universe. Yeah. So uh, Gears yeah. Five finally explains things introduced in Gears Two and Three. Because I think oh, that's cool. like one of the biggest failings of those games is like they try to tell these stories and do all this world building, but they don't explain shit. And Gears Five finally just says, "Look, these things. This is what they are. It's, it's what you <laughs> thought. This is the whole thing." We're gonna answer all Moving those on. questions <laughs> just so you know. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah but no, so. that's that's coming out next week on the twenty eighth. I'm. I'm excited for it. I haven't played. I, I've played a little bit of XCOM way back when, uh, and they were always fun games. But I just never like got into them because I didn't really care much for the universe. Um, but I like strategy games, so I'm what I've seen for this looks cool. It's only single player, I think, 
which is interesting. I'm more bummed it's only PC because I I don't play it a is... lot of PC games. My PC can't handle uh... this game. Uh, but I do love tactics games. It is coming uh, to I'm, Xbox. I think they said at the, by the end of the year, uh, and it should also support mouse and keyboard support on Xbox when it comes out, if I remember right. Which is cool because a lot of games on console are starting to like just go do that. Yeah, mouse and keyboard support. Why not? Um, what, what, what's interesting is I think there's a new XCOM game coming out next week yeah, as Xbox well. Chimera Squad. And they just, just like announced they just like, like stealth announced it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which I was like, ooh, interesting. They just they wanted to just snipe the release of Gears Tactics. Maybe I don't know. Like it just seemed to come out of nowhere. Um, but that that's cool too. Uh, moving out, which is this, it, it's it's a game by I think I think it's by Coat Sync if I remember right. They're like a united kingdom game developer or europe somewhere i'm probably getting it's published older. by team 17 though right yeah I so it's overcooked so. people worms people are publishing it yeah so and i'm pretty sure it was made by coasting i hope i'm not wrong about that because they're actually cool devs but it's essentially yeah it plays like overcooked it's like that top down like physics see like four people on the same screen all running around Exciting, doing stuff. inducing yes attack inducing except <laughs> except instead of cooking food you're moving out of apartments or office spaces and so stuff like that times more stressful to begin yes with. <laughs> moving is already stressful uh but no everything i've seen about this game looks really cool um i'm very excited for it that also comes out on the 28th and that's on more than just PC, which is cool. Uh, it's on PC, Switch, PlayStation, and Xbox. Um, I don't know if it has online multiplayer or not. I did not look that up, but I would assume it has at least local. So maybe you could do some Steam remote play or stuff like that. I, can't, I also can't remember if it was announced. If I remember right, it might have been announced during a Stadia. I'm going I'm to call it a Stadia Direct, even though it's not the name of it. But like one of the Stadia live stream videos things. I think yeah. that's when it got announced. So like... I would assume since it's a streaming thing, there's probably some sort of multiplayer built into it there. I make no assumptions when it comes to Stadia. That's very true. <laughs> um, um, and then the last game I have on my released radar for next week is a game called Starcrossed. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. it I, is... I was Kickstarter backer. I have it on PC. Never heard. Were of you backer prime? Not this time. Not this time. That's, that's only happened three times. Yeah. But that's a game made by our cool friends over at Contigo Games. Uh, we hung out with them a lot during... Well, I hung out with them during PAX. I forgot you weren't at PAX. <laughs> PAX is... uh, I hung out with Mike and Dylan briefly at Boston Fig. Uh, Mike and I hung out at Brooklyn when I visited New York last year. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but that game is uh, that game's already out on PC. You can get it on Steam and uh, itch.io, but it will be out on Switch and Xbox on 29th, the day after the other two games we talked about. And uh, I think we're, we're trying to see if Mike and Francesca, two of the people at Contigo, are interested in guesting. No promises, uh, yes. but we're trying to, trying to find out, see if, to see if they want to join their pals, Keen and Nick, uh, and figure out how to have a guest host on the podcast exactly. and talk about the game. Um, but yeah, really excited to see that. Um, I mean, they've always demoed it with like these like neon 360 controllers. Oh, yes. Um, Rock candy. People, yeah, for people who aren't familiar... Um, Starcross is like an arcade action co-op, uh, kind of like twin stick shooter kind of, except you're playing Pong at the same time, and you are magical girls who are also girlfriends, I guess, in space. Um, mm-hmm. So Renzo also briefly worked on that. I think he was originally We should just have Renzo Saturday. be the third <laughs> co-host of this podcast. We should just keep talking about games he worked on. <laughs> I don't know if any of his work 
was in the final thing because I know obviously as he sort of took jobs, he kind of had to, you know, back out of the project and like recommend other musicians. I, so I don't right. know if any of his work was finally there. Um, but I know at one stage he was working on it. Um, and it, it's a really fun game. They've been working on this for fucking years. It's, a long time. And it shows. It's a patch. It started at a three-hour game jam at Becker College where Nick dropped out of twice. Yep. <laughs> uh, impressive. Impressive. I still yeah. have an award I got from Becker after I dropped out. It's right next to me. <laughs> and I and to be clear, I heard that you got this award at a GameStop. From, at a GameStop employee. He said, oh yeah, Nick Mudry, we're giving him an award. <laughs> and I went... I think Montre doesn't go to that college huh. anymore. I don't remember um, the GameStop part, but that was that was forever ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we're. I'm also actually, like all joking aside, excited to get that game. Uh, I think I'm getting an Xbox code, but I'm buying it on Switch anyway, so I'll, I'm excited to play it on the console. I'm pretty sure I backed it on Kickstarter, but I think I forgot to give them, as most Kickstarters ha- happen, uh, what platform I wanted it on. Uh, it was only PC for the Kickstarter. I actually asked. Yeah, uh, but because <laughs> I was like, wait. But regardless, I don't remember ever getting my code, but I don't really care because I just was going to buy it anyways on Steam. Yeah. Uh, so I bought it on Steam. Uh, but I haven't played it on Steam because I wanted to play it on Same. Xbox because I, I just had a hunch that they were working on it for I Xbox. Just wanna, I just want to play it on, on a handheld yeah. and also be able to play it on the consoles. So I just want those achievements. I just want the achievements. That's all. No, and I also want to play the game. It looks really good. I've played it a few yeah. times at events yeah. uh, that they brought it to, and it's really fun. Yep. Yeah. Great art direction as well. I think uh, Francesca's younger sister, Ori, uh, worked on it, younger sibling. So, mm-hmm. yep. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think we've talked a lot about our games this, this past week and the games we're looking forward to. I'm not really super looking forward to anything besides Starcross right now. Um, I don't think anything's coming out in your future that I'm excited for. But, you know, kind of going back to that like VR workout stuff, I mentioned I like to run a lot. Yep. Um, and uh, I make running playlists for when I run and go outside to kind of help guide my runs. And I have a friend named Anna, Anna Marchetti. I met her at a Starbucks, at the Starbucks, <laughs> and now we're, we're good <laughs> friends. And, uh, you know, when we talk about how, like, COVID has impacted people, um, obviously, I think people in the service industry, coffee shop, baristas, et cetera, you know, people delivering stuff, takeout, they're being really, really negatively infected. Um, some people have lost their jobs. Some people are having to make ends meet in other ways. And... My friend Anna has been basically offering, like, for $5, she'll make you a playlist based around, like, a theme and your personality and what she knows about you. So I've gotten her to make me, like, three playlists. One was, like, just about being sad because I'm really depressed all the time. <laughs> and I kind of like listening to sad music when I'm sad because, like, I can relate to it. But then I also asked her to make me two running playlists, and she did that. And one was called I Wish I Could Run Faster. Uh, that was not me misspeaking. That was a pun. Uh, Irish. <laughs> I'm fucking Irish. So. Uh, and uh, that one's kind of like pop and electronic and rap. It's got like some childish Gambino. It's got some churches. It's got some passion pit. Um, and I was running to that last night. It's pretty good. She also did one called Running with a V. Because churches. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and it's actually like rock focused. And um, again, some good some good songs in there. Uh, and one of those songs um, is a track by The Killers. And that's um, a really for segue into our final segment for today. Uh, this has been a long, ongoing segment in all two episodes of our podcast. Uh, it's Kean's song pick of the week. And this week, the song pick is Run for a Cover by The Killers. Cover. Well, you can, baby, don't look back. 
So yeah, uh, it's a really like upbeat song. Um, I don't know, Nick, your uh, familiarity with the Killers outside of, like their songs in rock band, but like they're a great band. Yeah, no, they're 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 a great band. They were one of the first. I can't. What album was this one on? This was on Battleborn, I think it's okay, called no. Battle Cry. But re- <laughs> but regardless, the Killers are one of the first albums I ever purchased at a store. Was it Hot Fuss? It was whatever Mr. Brightside's on. Yeah, Hot Fuss. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah uh, um, I remember it was that and Gwen Stefani, whatever one I had, Bananas. <laughs> very B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Yeah, yeah so those are, those are my first two albums. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of The Killers. Yeah. Run For Cover is a great track. Very good for running, too. It just really gets you pumped and you're just like ready to run for cover. Uh, yeah, it, it's a really fun song. It's really great. And I think the Killers have a new album coming out this year. Do uh, they? They released a single like a month or so ago. Um, Caution, I think it's called. It, it's Again, it's it's much like Run For Cover. It's like really, really um, just like an anthem. And you want to just burst to it, uh, burst out to it. Um, kind of just run and go and just do stuff. You want to throw caution to the wind, which is the actual lyrics in the song. <laughs> Throwing caution to the wind. Um, so yeah, uh, run for cover. Great song. And now that I think about it, it might have actually been on uh, not Battleborn or whatever, but their other album, Wonderful Wonderful. Uh, not sure. Don't quote me on it. Good song either way. And uh, that's been my song pick of the week. Good song, good song. So I think that I think that takes us to the end of the show. If you if you also agree, Kian, it's been a long it's been it's been a long, been a long afternoon the, recording. The end of the show, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, thank you everybody for uh, tuning into our second ever episode of figuring it out with Kian and Nick, comma the podcast. Even though the comma is not really part of the name, but we say it, we say it anyways. It's a bit. It's a bit. It's a bit. We have it, yeah. Um, some cool news this week we finally are up on apple podcasts uh so if you have itunes swing on over and go check out the podcast over there if that's where you prefer to listen to your podcasts um we're also available on spotify pocket casts anchor i also set up the youtube channel uh that was a pain in the butt for dumb reasons because they kept saying my phone number was invalid uh but it is finally up so wherever you want to listen you can do so we're hopefully by the time you hear this maybe up on google Podcasts as well uh but we'll see that is still in review and will hopefully be up soon uh if you are listening on any of those services definitely click the subscribe button and if there's a review option leave a review uh that's super important for new podcasts uh because within the first like couple of weeks is when they decide based on reviews how much they want to promote you uh, and like kind of show you in the new and up and coming. So if you're enjoying the show, give it a five stars. Uh, be honest. Uh, we'd love to hear that feedback over on iTunes or wherever you're able to leave a review. Uh, but like also just not to step on Nick's toes a bit. Like if you're not going to give us the five stars, like just maybe make it a private review and let us know. Or <laughs> like if it's a four star, that's fine. But like anything less, like just like maybe message us private. Yeah, you can shoot us a, then... <laughs> a note at show at figureitoutcast.com. Uh, that'll go to both Keen and I. We could read it there. We'll, maybe we'll read it on the show next week. I don't know. Uh, but we, <laughs> we, we finally figured out all of our Twitter handles and our website stuff and all that, which we had no idea what it would be last week because – who would have guessed that figure it out or fi- figuring it out is a uh, common phrase for podcasts? We did not do our <laughs> SEO research at all before this. Uh, 
but we are figure it out cast on twitter and instagram uh figure it out cast.com goes to our anchor page uh which has links to everything uh spotify spotify itunes, iTunes, iTunes. Podcasts, yeah has so. links to our twitter and uh instagram even our facebook page which we'll never update but you know it has a link to it if you want if, we are technically on facebook yes if you want to <laughs> check it out over there um kian where can people find you on the internets uh, sure, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as at the Kian Rice, spelled T H E C I A N R I C E. I mostly post dumb stuff. I posted my VR workout clip recently, uh, and uh, I'm still figuring out this TikTok thing. But you should follow me there in case I ever post a video. <laughs> and I am uh, on Twitter and Instagram as Nick underscore Mudgery. That's M-U-D-R-Y is how you spell my last name. Uh, because who would have guessed that people could spell that wrong? Uh, a lot of people do. Uh, and I'm also on Twitch. I might start Twitch streaming a lot more. Uh, I did some test streams last night and the night before, and it turns out upgrading your internet means you could do that now. Or means I could do that now. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm It's Nick Mudry on Twitch. I-T-S-N-I-C-K-M-U-D-R-Y on Twitch.tv. Uh I'm an affiliate, so if you also want to subscribe to me there and kick me a few bucks, feel free to do that with your Bezos bucks, uh, your Bezos Prime. Uh, but I think that that'll do it for us, unless Keen has anything else to add. Uh, no dumb sponsor jokes this week, but I do want to say that I did actually get my Quip uh, flossing thing. Oh, really? It looks like an e-cigarette. <laughs> Interesting. So, uh, Quip, if you want to sponsor us, let us know. We're getting some good. We're getting some good downloads for our first few episodes. So I keep that uh, keep that in mind if you're a sponsor out there. Over nine thousand downloads in our first episode. <laughs> like, you wouldn't think it, but we did. I'm definitely not lying. We're definitely not lying about that. Uh, but I do want to take a second to thank everyone who has followed us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, or checked out the last week's episode and this week's episode. Uh, it's really cool to see all those numbers, which are higher than I thought they'd be for what we would just promote uh, randomly yeah, on a Thursday. Uh, yeah, all joking aside, really impressed with how we started. So uh, let's let's keep that up. Uh, it's share share this with a friend if you've enjoyed it. Like I said, give us a follow on iTunes or wherever. Leave a review. Shoot us some notes and follows. All that stuff. It really makes a big difference. But other than that, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next Thursday. Bye.